souls of all my dears have flown to the stars. Thank God there's no one left for me to lose, so I am free to cry. This air is made for the echoing of songs. A silver willow by the shore trails to the bright September waters. My shadow, risen from the past, glides silently towards me. Though the branches here are hung with many lyres, a place has been reserved for mine, it seems. And now the shower struck by sunlight brings me good news, my cup of consolation. So last we left our, do I call them heroes? <laughs> um, we were leaving Eastern Market, Hightown Market, headed up towards Tenley Town to investigate the plant. Um, we know that there are some raiders brewing in the distance, um, but uh, I believe the group was like, let's go check out this plant before we go to the junkway. You all troll on back to Troka. You have the additions to your team now. You have the healer, Tia. You have a one of the cloaks, we've been calling them, Saran Altresso. Um, so you have a couple new passengers aboard Troka. And uh, Tia has taken the time to heal up Spot. Spot is traveling uh, at Spot's usual pace. So it might take, you know, it took a couple hours to get to temptation uh, from temptation to the high town market heading all the way back past temptation to uh tenley town will probably take double the time roughly so uh you probably will have an overnight if that makes sense so what does everyone's evening look like in troca what is everyone up to when when last we left them there were some injuries going around uh i know vance's gang lost uh one person one person went down in, in the way that your group is, I think Chogan, his his way of mourning is by, because I know people like this, I think he gets, he just wants to live his life to the most extreme, so he gets very fighty and very horny. And so I think Troka happens to be like the perfect place for that. And so I, I think we, we open our scene with Chogan and someone just, not to the death, but just gleefully fighting in the ring. And the rest of you sort of, where where is everyone? Vector, what are you up to? Uh, so I think I'm riding in like the conductor car. Um, not the conductor car, like the conductor booth area. Uh, so I can be, yeah, cockpit. That's a, that's a good place, way to say words. Words are fun, y'all. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I think that I'm very much keeping an eye on spot, very much like, checking in, seeing how things are going, making sure that Spot is actually healed and actually healthy to ensure that nothing else is going wrong. And also very be, being very, very vigilant, like keeping an eye out for raiders, keeping an eye out for general associated badness in the tunnels. All right. How about you, Vance? What does it look like for you? I think Vance is, is keeping a visual for Talon half because I think they believe that that is the right thing to do when a, when a person who like when they feel somewhat responsible for, um, for someone's death, even if it is kind of indirect and like something they consented to, like, I think they feel the the weight of that. And I also think it is a kind of convenient excuse for them to be alone. Um, and I think they need to just take some process time. Yeah. Given the whole conversation with Jacqueline. Like, I think they're just playing that over and over. Sydney, where are you at? Uh, Sydney's just burying himself in his work. Um, he's really concerned about that other scientist or that other savvy head who's uh, got that portable cactus port. So he's worried that Circuit City is catching on. Uh, Circuit, 
Circuit City, not Circus City, is catching on to uh, the plant-based tech, and he wants to be ahead of the field. So he's really just in his data. In he's probably like in the sleeping car, uh, sheet drawn over his bed, and he's just like typing away. Mm. I have the image of like the lo-fi beats to study to person. I don't know why. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. All right, and AZ, what are you up to this evening? Um, I've got an eye on the ring, as always. Uh, maybe I'm picking up some of Chogan's moves and filing those away for later. Um, and I've got uh, Seren next to me, and I think we've got a, a little footsie going on, a little uh, g- giggle fest amidst the work, maybe. I think if you'll have it, Seren's probably trying to like sit in your lab. Um, oh, yes, then absolutely. Great. Like, I think you've already progressed in rapid succession well past footsie. Until, AZ like, stands for absolutely zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Canon. <laughs> if you want to try to pick up on some of Chogan's moves, I want to say roll plus sharp. Ooh, okay. I got a an eight. Eight. So yeah, I think one of the things you pick up is that uh, the knife work that he does is not uh, not common. It's like it is interesting in how practical it is. It is very reminiscent of Krav Maga almost. Um, mm. Not quite. And you're like, that's fascinating. I have not seen knife work like that before. Sweet. Yeah, and that so that bite, that bout will come to a close and. I think uh, I think several of Vance's gang are going to avail themselves to Vector's uh, sex work trade, and so they were they'll they will be prepared to deposit some secrets as payment. Um, but otherwise, I think travel is actually pretty uneventful, and you're actually pretty close to uh, temptation as since you're heading back up the red line that way. So if there's for some reason you want to stop off, there is the opportunity to. If not, happy to plow forward. I feel good just keeping keeping on. Same. We had Tia with us, right? Were we gonna drop Tia on the way so they could like check out the infirmary? I know that we were interested in that. Um, I think if they consent to sticking with us on the road, um, I feel like it is a good idea to have a healer with us if there's the potential of us going to fight a bunch of raiders. <laughs> All right, then, yeah, it is, Vance, it is your call. Tia is under your employ. Uh, Tia is going to stay with us. Great. So then, uh, you know, you all roll through temptation. You, you, I think some, like, I think since you're in the cockpit vector, you see a couple, like, ah, oh, like disappointed faces as, like, like, oh, Troka's already, Troka didn't even stop today. <laughs> I definitely blow them a kiss as we drive past. Of course you do. So cheeky. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so you continue up, Troka. I think uh, what's the watch situation like when you travel? While well, does Spot stop? Do you all set up camp, or does is Spot tireless and does Spot keep moving? I don't think Spot is tireless. I think Spot's like got like a longer period of time. Like if you think of like horses can go for like eight hours, I think like we can double that for Spot. I think we're looking at like sixteen hours straight. So probably could roll through the night, um, but then we need to rest for like a full day to recoup. Gotcha. So then that is your call as the conductor. Do you want to push through to Tenley Town and get there by the morning or do you want to rest until morning at uh, 
probably like two stops over at say Cleveland Park. Uh, I think we're going to plow on till morning. I think knowing Sydney, we're going to be there for a while. So there'll be plenty of time for spot to rest once we get there. Sydney is looking longingly out the window as we pass by Temptation. I think I I like start to announce that we're going to stop and I see Sydney's face and I'm like, (sighs) and we're going to keep rolling, everyone. We're not going to stop. Let's keep going. I love it. Well, all right. So uh, what is your watch situation like, too, just so I know? Um, how, when you were rolling through the night, do your people sleep in shifts? Is Vance's team helping out keeping watch? Does Vector sleep? Oh, Vector sleeps. Vector, I, I will definitely sleep for a large part of the evening, um, like 10 to 12 hours reasonably. Vector is nothing if not royalty. In yeah. zero in mind. Uh, I think we have a, like a shift schedule set up with my staff. Um, right. We also, we like, we usually have fights going on through most of the evening, like till at least three, 4 a.m. Um, so there's always something happening. And so there's a pretty consistent round the clock watch happening. Right. Okie dokie. Uh, so then, and Vance, what is your gang up to? Just so I'm aware. Like, do y'all keep watch as well? Do you integrate in with Vector's peeps or do you, do they just rest? I think they just rest. Um, I think Vance has a very, like, this is not my space. Um, I am not in charge here um, kind of attitude. So I think they are very much like, don't take, you know, don't take on any, don't overstep, like be, yeah, be step back. Great. Um, okay, so then, yeah, I think the night passes pretty uneventfully. You're going through some known raider areas. There are a couple nights where it's tense, but I think word has traveled fast of what happened at like uh, one of the earlier stops, and they're like, "Ooh, choke is in the area. Maybe don't go after them right now. Um, they on a mission. Get out of their way." Uh, so. We'll say uh, morning comes around pretty uneventfully, and there you are. You know, Spot has sort of docked at um, at the Tenley Town Station, and it looks like you might need to travel on foot. Let's fucking go. All right. Sydney. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, yeah, I am kind of excited for this part, so... But yeah, so the, t- the team, you all head on up. Uh, you know, Tenley Town has some of those long-ass escalator stairs that have long since fallen into disrepair. So you have a whole crew of like 15 people trying to move up these stairs. And it, I think it takes a little bit, but there's a couple, you notice a, like things that are like jury-rigged handholds and like a couple ropes that make a little, like some grabbing and like climbing up and vaulting over stuff pretty easy. It is when you get to the top that I think the scene is not quite what you expected. There are bodies strewn all over the place. And as you, they have been not picked clean, but they've been removed of most of their weaponry. They all appear to be unarmed, but it is a violent struggle. Oh boy, Uh, is it too late to go back? Uh, We could just, you know, go back down the stairs uh, and leave. Yeah, but I really want that plant. Oh, dang. I'm going to ask a question that might I might not have the skill to discern the answer to, but we're going to ask anyway. Can I tell if this was like 
an organized attack or like a rate, like a messy, like raidery fight. Why don't you try and read a sitch? Okay. Is that, is that plus a uh, sharp? I believe so. Unless you have some reason that it's not. <laughs> no, I hard holders get almost nothing. <laughs> that is a nine. Read a charred situation. You may ask one, where's my best escape route? Which enemy is the most vulnerable to me? Which enemy is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? Who's in control here? So I think because none of those quite apply, I'm going to go ahead and let you ask your question. <laughs> what was your question? Um, essentially, was this clearly like some kind of unplanned skirmish or was it like a coordinated attack? And can I see if there are like, can I discern any of the factions that were involved? Gotcha. So with a nine, I think... The thing you get is that every single person there is a raider and they were all probably on the same team. So it's not a skirmish. It looks like a coordinated, very deadly assault on that. Okay. I share this with everybody else as I'm kind of looking around. And so you're looking around at the Tenley Town Metro exit and you see that this was probably a raider encampment. You see that. And as you are investigating and your gang is looking around, they're reporting back that there are no supplies um, that there are no weapons anymore. So the place has been picked clean. Huh. What holds are near here? Uh, none of the major holds. Like, you're probably closest to... Uh, uh, what, what was the one in uh, Columbia Heights? And that's that's still a pretty decent... Yeah, like, I'm probably the closest hold to here, actually. Uh, that's temptation. Um, and there's a bunch of villages, out, like settlements out here, mm-hmm. but not any major holds... Uh, for a um, okay, so I'll kind of look around as I'm investigating, kind of call back to everybody else. Um, it appears that someone was hunting raiders here. It seems weird that there are raiders here in the first place, right? Maybe I can get a feel for something. I think I'd like to use the uh, sa- um, the savvy head move, Things Speak. Um, is there like anything around that would be appealing to Sydney or, I mean, he could investigate the bodies as well. Um, it's just whenever I handle or examine something interesting, X happens. I would say a corpse is typically something interesting. Okay. I'll go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But is it interesting to me? I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll go ahead and roll a plus weird, uh, 10. So on that, I get to ask three questions. Um, let's start with. What words have been said most recently nearby this? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I see. You hear the words for Elioran. Oh. Elioran? I ask the corpse who or what Elioran is. And the corpse does not answer because it's a corpse. Um, But (laughs) you hear uh, the old god of nature. Interesting. What else can you tell me about the old god of nature, random corpse? Three questions. Oh, dang. Okay. What has been done most recently with this or to this? It died. It got stabbed. (laughs) But in like any particular fashion or just like a regular stabbing? Which is admittedly not great already. It was a pretty thorough stabbing. Like... Precise. It was precise stabbing. So, like, not extraneous stabbing, like, straight to the vital stabbing. A pretty thorough stabbing. The title of my biography. Um, It's the title of this episode also. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I will relay the information that this particular corpse has been stabbed thoroughly. Um, could I... Is there any chance of survivors out here? Could I look for a survivor? You're absolutely welcome to. Go ahead and uh, just roll plus sharp to see if you notice anything. Unless you have a move that would let you do that. Sweet. That is a 12. A 12. So, yeah, you scour. um, And I think the thing you pick up here is that if there was a survivor, the field was swept. So, like, they found survivors and they thoroughly stabbed them as well. Mm -hmm. Can I ask Tia... If they know who Elioran is, uh, Tia sort of pauses for a moment and thinks and goes, Elioran is said to have been a companion of Yulia, my goddess. Huh. But these are all you know old gods, I... you know. Few worship them anymore. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I'm going to ask Seren if she knew of any hits that were put on settlements nearby or any hits on raider groups and she'll sort of think for a moment and go not that i'm aware of but there is a new settlement out here they're the ones with that plant right they've been there's a group a small settlement called deep root that has taken <laughs> root uh not too far from here uh in the the ruins of american university they are drawing a little bit of buzz on the underground networks mostly because they are uh you say zealous? A little zealous? So then, is it possible that they did this? Regardless, I feel like we should probably move away from this uh, field of murder, as it were. It is possible that they did this. We don't know very much about them. They they are a little reclusive. If I were to yell down the stairs, would Troco be able to hear me? How far... The stairs don't go directly down to the train tracks. There's a bit of twisting and turning at that. Yeah, it's one of those weird stations. Yeah. Uh, can I... I want to look at Vance and be like, <laughs> I would like to let the people at Troka know that this happened. Would it be possible for one of your guards to go tell them? That way I don't have to split from the group so I can oh. be there in, ca- in case anything happens. I'll just signal to Chogan. Um, and kind of, like, jerk my head back towards Troka. Yep, and Chogan does the same motion to dance through. <laughs> He's a newbie. And heads uh, on, nods and heads on down. Before Dancer leaves, I want to, like, signal over to Dancer and be like, can you just take this with you? And I grab a corpse by the ankle and just, like, pass it to Dancer. <laughs> Dancer sort of, like, shrugs and just kind of, like, confusedly tosses the body down the escalator stairs. And does y'all just kind of watch for a moment as it rolls a bit and kind of stops like a other way down. And the dancer sort of goes down the steps a bit and like sort of nudges it with their foot, not rolling it down a little more ways. And you get the distinct sense that they appreciate that it is down rather than up. Please don't haze my new recruits. <laughs> I wasn't. I just wanted to give Spot a snack. <laughs> Fair enough. So where would you like to go now that you are surrounded by bodies? I mean, where would you like to go if you weren't, but... To American uh, th- University? Yeah, I think we should stay on task and definitely not linger here. Great. And so you all move with the... I would say it is like the 
with the caution that people who have lived in the apocalypse world their whole life now like and especially because you know that there was a raider settlement here and something that took out an entire raider settlement like a raider settlement everyone it is a tenuous terse trip um, but sure enough you reach sort of uh that nice like a big old wooden fence and uh you see two people holding wooden spears at the top of the gates looking down at you and they say who approaches i'm going to to step forward and call out vance holiday uh leader of temptation and they look at each other and then they like you, you hear like <laughs> they're like what's a temptation uh i have with me and i kind of pull sydney up with me Oh boy. <laughs> an eminent phytotechnologist uh, and scientist who very dearly hoped to study your plant technology. Um, we have very peaceful intentions. And I think everything else you get kind of glassy eyes almost, but when you say peaceful intentions, they're like, oh, okay. And they open the gates up for you. Cool. It's like they don't insight check or anything. Sydney's going to like whisper, like, uh, it's. Isn't it kind of weird that they don't know about temptation? I know news doesn't travel as fast as it used to, according to like all those old articles, but we've been around for five years now. I'm glad you think that too, because I thought perhaps I just had a big head. As the gates open, you see there is a a woman there with sort of you know deep skin and long long hair and a long braid. She almost has like a glow to her. And as you approach, she smiles, holding her hand out, like pointed directly at your chest. Not as if to shake your hand, but not to stab you either. It's a friendly gesture, but weirdly aggressive. Uh, hello. You are Vance Holiday. Yes, what is your name? This one is called Faith. This one is the leader of the Deep Root community. It's lovely to meet you, Faith. It's lovely to meet Vance as well. This settlement is under the protection of the old goddess Elioran. And as you look around, you know, she sort of gestures and you see that this place is, Sydney especially, this is like the greenest place you have seen. It is just like plants everywhere. Like, and the settlements themselves, like the buildings themselves are carved out of wood and trees. And it's like, this look, this place looks crunchy. <laughs> like it is, um, everyone is dressed in like bright colored and sort of like flowing little robes. And, like, uh, everything looks really comfortable and homey and very and very one with nature, as it were. I am immediately uncomfortable. As you should be. I am immediately <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> like, as we pass buildings, Sydney's just, like, touching everything. Nothing untouched. Faith seems amused at you, and she says... This one does not understand what phytotechnology is. This one simply lives with the plants. And uh, as you look around as Ed said hippies, you also notice that they are all armed with at least a spear or a knife or a blade and a firearm. Every single one of them is armed, despite their sort of peaceful auras. I was just going to make the observation aloud and say, uh, your people are well armed. Do you get many threats out here? And Faith goes... We carved this piece of land away from the raiders that plague here. We will continue to cleanse this area of people who would do harm to others and to nature. In doing so, we damn ourselves as we enter the contract of violence. But this is an area that we will keep as pure as we can. 
How long have you been here? Not very. Maybe about five months. And that sort of rings crazily because, like, there's so much greenery. And they have, like, wooden buildings. And I was wondering if it was, like, are the buildings carved out of, out of like, very large former trees? Or are they, like, legitimate, this is a building except for it's made of wood? This is a, like, there are, like, huts mostly. Okay. Carved out of former trees, but it also... As you examine the huts, it's more like made out of scrapped wood. So you can feel like these are made out of like chairs and tables, like carved together rather, or carpented together rather than like, we cut this out of a big tree. Okay. Uh, I ask, where did you all come here from? And Faith will say, uh, mostly from all over. This is a home for the displaced. I myself came from, uh, I was at Mercy. And Tia, you hear Tia go, ah, I thought I recognized her. I'm going to kind of step back and kind of try to privately ask Tia um, if they know, if they like know anything about this person. Tia will say, not much. Like, I don't remember anyone named Faith, but I do recognize the face. I mean, I feel like faith as a name for a devout person is a bit redundant, don't you think? I do, but I can can relate to wanting to form a home for the displaced. Oh, I was going to suggest that it might be worthwhile to create some sort of treaty here so we don't get in each other's way in the future. We are pretty close, after all. And faith is like, oh, that is an interesting idea. Temptation. What is temptation like? Uh, I, what's funny is that I also believe that it is, I've created a home for the displaced in, in my settlement. Um, it is a place for, for those who feel they don't fit in elsewhere, who are seeking a new lease on life to, to find a future in what brings them joy. That is a noble mission, I think. Thank you. Temptation is a new hold. Um, we've, uh, we've been in existence for about five years now. We do not get out much. I understand completely. Um, yes, I would. I would love to to find an opportunity for for us to to grow together and to support each other in our missions. That sounds excellent. Go ahead and make the seduce, manipulate, persuade roll. Cool, cool, cool. Oh boy. Uh, that is a 10. A 10? Excellent. So, uh, they decide that, uh, yes, she's like, that sounds excellent. We will provide shelter and comfort to your people when they travel through here, if you will provide that for ours. Though, we do not travel much. Perhaps supply lines are in order. I, um, in fact, my, my friend Sydney here, um, is, is doing research into the, the potential of, of plants and ways that they might be united with technology um, and feels that he might learn a lot from what you've established here. That is interesting. We do not use the plants as technology. Yeah, that's what is confusing to me because we've met someone who said they came here and, and took some of your plants away. Oh yes, we often trade our plants. Oh, okay then. But we do. We ourselves do not use them for technological purposes. We live in harmony with them. Of course, I think we might be interested in such a trade. Interesting. Well, please then come with me. 
and Faith will lead you to uh, her greenhouse. Uh, can I ask if anything weird is happening? I guess what I want to say is my leg is buzzing. Your leg is very much buzzing. It's sort of yeah. like resonating with this place. Uh-huh. It's a warm sensation. It doesn't feel like the nightmare sensation. You know what I mean? Leggy is like excited to be among friends is what it feels like. Hmm. Is that like an emotion I can perceive or does it just feel buzzy? I think you can perceive that emotion, which is strange. You don't normally feel emotions from Leggy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've, I've, got, I've got a noticeable spring in my step, so to speak. But just one leg. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> the other one has my usual kafump. You've got like a reverse limp going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Faith will take you to the te- uh, her greenhouse, which she calls her temple to Eliorin. And she says, uh, these are the plants that I have been tending to recently. And you see a small planter of sunflowers. There is a cherry blossom tree in the center, salvaged from the tidal basin. And next to it, a large old twisted tree. And uh, just sort of in the shade of that also is a red rose bush and a ficus. Oh, oh wow. Do you mind if I take some clippings and or samples and or plants? She goes, it will all depend on what you have to trade. We have this fighting and sex train. It's pretty good. <laughs> and, and also, we don't, we don't have it, per se. It's under the jurisdiction of this one over here. But I am willing to trade it. Z <laughs> and so here's the fun thing is Faith looks at Vector and goes, Z is fine with Zir's train being traded. Fuck no, Z is not fine. <laughs> oh no, not the whole train. Just like, you know, usage of the facilities for, you know, your people. Well, and we see Vector take a second to compose Z yourself. And then, yes. Usage of the facilities, protection in the tunnels, if you'd like. If you do want to do any traveling, we have uh, several great bodyguards and a wonderful um, guard that also pulls the train. But no, uh, I will not be trading Troka. And I turn and give Sydney a glare. Like, painful if looks could kill. Sydney is completely oblivious. Vance is just kind of standing with their hand over their mouth, like very amused, but trying to keep it together. Uh, Faith will look at Vector and go, this one understands. Zir's train is not for trade, merely Zir's services. I'm glad that we have an understanding. We at Deep Root are not interested in those services. Oh, in that case, I also brought some of these fruits. Do you want to try some? There's plumangos and avocanas, which are still great for smoothies. And uh, uh, what was the last one that I made? Uh, tomato granites. Pomanatoes? Tomato granites. It was, t- it was definitely tomato granites, and they were definitely awful, but I'm not going to mention that part aloud. She will hold out her hand, and as you place them, she'll examine the, the various fruits, and she goes, this would be acceptable for any of these plants here, except for the great tree. Okay, excellent. I'll get to work. Here's this bag of extra fruits. 
you'll need to eat all of them so they can fill that bag with your plants. So hold up her hand to stop you and say, this one is only interested in these three. In exchange for one, this one still requires her plants. Oh, darn. Okay. One. One. Two. And if you will recall, the ficus is the one that Amos mentioned. Indeed. Um, so Sidney uh, will go over, he'll hand over the three fruits, and then he'll go to the ficus and take a clipping that he can take home. And Faith will say, you may take the whole ficus. Sydney will take the whole ficus. And as you remove it from that place, she's going to walk over and place all three fruits in the ground, like one of the fruits in the ground there. The watch as she sort of digs a hole real quick and just plants the whole fruit, uh, the plamango. And you watch as she closes her eyes and places her hands on it. And everyone, for a moment, you feel the psychic maelstrom of the world opening up. And so that sort of horrible tinnitus ringing starts happening and her words become almost like they start soft and gentle, but they almost sound grating and haunting in your ears. And I think for a moment, it's so overbearing. You all have to like close your eyes and look like grab your heads. And very suddenly it fades and things sort of return to normal. And as you open your eyes, there is a plumango tree. Whoa, are you some kind of plant master? Faith goes, no. Okay, next question. Is that a translatable skill? No. Oh. Okay. Thank you very much for your time, Faith. Faith will nod and say, Faith will enjoy these other fruits as well. I will send correspondence to Temptation, if you would please mark it on my map. I I do. And so you have now set up a trade route with Deep Root. I drop I drop a pin. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm gonna check in with Sydney and say, "Hey, any uh, any possibility we can learn some more about what's going on with Leggy while we're here?" Oh, is something happening with Leggy? You do have a noticeable spring in your step. Yeah, I'm talking about the nightmares. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I did some digging into that while we were on Troka. This was a couple days ago. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But it might be because the plant tech is connecting to the psychic maelstrom. And so when you have it on, you're tapping into the psychic maelstrom in your dreams. Uh, We have no solution for that yet still, though. I hate the psychic maelstrom. (laughs) Great. Well, keep me posted. Uh, I would like to ask um, Faith about the the Psychic Maelstrom and how she just used it there. Um, And if it could be real, like, does she have a firmer understanding of the Psychic Maelstrom than I do? Her first question will basically be, what is the Psychic Maelstrom? Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Sydney is pieced out. Oh yeah, no. Faith did not have the information that Sydney needed, and Sydney has already had more conversation uh, than he had intended to. So, Sydney's very chatty day. Uh, so you all came and you acquired the ficus pretty quickly. It is surprising how amenable Faith was, um, but you also seeing her. I guess you get the sense that maybe it was her people that wiped out that raider settlement at Tenley Town. Oh yeah, no question. I mean, she did essentially tell us that that's what that's what she did. So Faith will look to the rest of the three of you and say, "Is there anything Faith can do for you?" 
I immediately am like, no, I'm good. Vector wants to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, Vance has like Vance has more questions, but I think they are sensing Vector's um distress. Distress and and is kind of like, well, we we've opened a line of communication. Like we can talk another time. Uh AZ is turning over in their head if it would be uh an offense to faith to say, hey, how do I shut off the spigot to the psychic maelstrom? <laughs> and uh I I decide against it. Okie dokie. Yeah, so after a brief foray, Faith invites you to stay for uh, some breakfast. Hell yeah. Entirely vegetarian. (laughs) And like, um, so you you know, it's like a whole basket of fruit and like some muffins that are freshly baked. And like everything is like weirdly delicious and natural in a way that like no one has i don't think any of you have really tasted in a very very long time as we're sitting down i'm gonna look over at easy and be like hmm no eggs pity (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. no paycheck pity (laughs) (laughs) yeah unless there's anything anyone else would like to do a deep root you are free to go no, on our as we like are on our walk back to the to Troka, I want to talk to Tia. All right, yeah, Tia's listening. Um, I just want to ask them about their own connection to to Yulia and probe about like if they experience a connection to the psychic maelstrom in the same way, like if this is a religion thing because it's not really Vance's wheelhouse. Yeah, and they pause and say, I do not. I personally do not have so strong a connection to the Maelstrom. Those who do, I perhaps am jealous of. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Why, uh, yes. The priestess Yulia, in mercy, huh. has a similar connection. Uh, I'm also going to check in with Seren and uh, say, so what do you think of all this? Ryan goes, well above my pay grade, that's for sure. <laughs> so good, though, right? Not bad. Then you hear her be like, she's like, I can't wait to tell Isabel and Adra about this. Who are Isabel and Adra? Like, oh, friends of mine. Isabel. What's her last name? Moreau. Ah! I, I would love to imagine that scream was in character. I think, uh, I think we've met. I'm keeping my poker face. Roll plus cool to keep your poker face. Great. I got a 13. 13. Yeah. You ice. Yep. I say, um, I think we met in temptation. Unfortunately, we didn't leave on the right foot. I don't think. Oh, that's a shame. They really are fun. Oh, they are. I believe that. Yeah. Did you also meet Adra? Does Adria happen to go by snow? Oh, is that what she's going by this week? Yeah. Mm. Perhaps bald Irish? Yeah, we met. Uh, Did she try to kill you? Sydney, actually. Oh, that's odd. That's not her usual sort of target. She doesn't go for... He looks soft. Yeah, <laughs> he was... Uh, My plan check is the- pretty amazing, though, so... <laughs> I can see why I would be a valued target. Uh, I say, um, 
Yeah, I think in that case, or in that particular situation, he was just in between uh, her and her target. Mm, mm, I see. That is a shame. I'm sorry for any trouble that caused you. I appreciate that. It's hard to be mercenary, you know? We don't always have a lot of say in what we need to do in order to earn our living. I believe that. And uh, I understand that. Very much how uh, you could say my past life was. Mm. What was your past life? I was a mercenary as well. So you understand. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, still, I'm sure Isabel and Adriel will be excited to hear about Deep Root. I'm sure. I'm surprised they haven't already heard about it. Not from the inside, no. I'll have to tell them the trick about saying you have peaceful intentions. Do we overhear this? If you like. I think I overhear and I immediately like slip over to Vance and I'm like, we have to kill Sarad. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, (laughs) they're just like, I don't think that violence is ever the answer but I do think that this is not a good new connection for our friend AZ to be forming I want to are we walking back to Troka are we still in um, you are walking uh, back to Troka cool Uh, I've got an idea for when we get back but we can finish chatting while we're walking I am done with chats and if no one else has anything to say you will arrive at Troka I immediately go to, where's her name? Uh, That's the one, Polixena. Um, I immediately go to Polixena and I'm like, hi, I need you to find out everything you can about Seren here uh, before we get back to Temptation because we might have to assassinate her. Oh, (laughs) it seems pretty more and more commonplace for us, isn't it, boss? Look... We are all about living our best lives and living joy, and sometimes people get in the way of that for me. Noted. I'll see what I can learn. Uh, so I have a nope. It's I want something. Uh, for fingers in every pie, I've got um, uh, put out the word that you want to think. Could be a person. Could be something. Something. Could even be just a thing. Could information be a thing? Sure. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to roll fingers in every pie. It's a roll plus hot. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That is a seven plus my hot, which is plus two. That's a nine. Great. So what's the nine? That's a middling success. Mm-hmm. On um, a seven to nine, well, your people make an effort and everybody wants to please you and close is close, right? Could could someone help me? Could I like get Vance to help me with that? I have the often or right move. But I feel like we would have had to do that before you rolled. <laughs> want to roll plus Hicks beforehand, or for if you want assistance, Vance can roll plus Hicks to see how the, how much they can help you. Yeah, I definitely didn't go to Vance first. No. I think Vance was immediately like not into the idea of murder, so too impulsive. I think Vance was absolutely like, you just don't tell me what you're doing and do whatever you want. But like, I don't want to know about it. Perfect. Yeah, and I don't think either the other two would help. So, uh, cool, sweet. I'll take that nine. So you get a lot of conflicting information from your sex workers. 
Seren seems to be very good at the game. And so as you're traveling back, she has seeded several bits of information in the same way that you do. I think game game knows game. You see that she plays the truth and lies truth and lies games really well. Yeah, of course she does. Cool. All right. Uh I am very unsure of whether to murder or not to murder, so I'm not going to. <laughs> this is growth. I know, restraint, right? I also feel like that's a good thing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. It's the apocalypse. Is this character growth? <laughs> um, but yeah, so without further ado, I think the travel back is equally equally uh on kind of boring <laughs> the raiders are staying out of your way and the raiders are clearly not hanging around tenley town so you make your way back to temptation and uh, tia will immediately will be the first off to go to the infirmary and uh seren is sort of like seren's not leaving to go into temptation seren's just sort of hanging around on troca with az unless and this, seren's going where you going az honey and Sydney, you are off to the lab, I imagine. I, I suspect Sydney's actually the first out the door. <laughs> oh, Sydney is like door open, like Sydney is bolted, he's already gone. Great. And uh so Sydney, you get back. So uh Sydney's bolted to the lab. Vance, where are you going? Ella, where are you going? Vector, what are you doing? I think Vance is gonna go check in with Violet about just what's been going on while they were away. And yeah, is is very much sitting with what Jacqueline told them about like you're like gonna like you're becoming a factor like you're a player in the game now like that kind of thing so yeah so violet will tell you that uh haru and the squad you left behind have actually uncovered several raider infiltrators already and they're in the brig awaiting you uh several of them have killed themselves rather than be interrogated but there's like two at least that are still there um, and you see Haru and the, your other gang members look pretty roughed up, too. There was probably a scuffle while you gone. Um, and Violet will report all of that to you and saying that otherwise, with that, the, the bar incidents have started to calm down a lot more. And uh, so that's where that is right now. Okay. Then I think what they're going to do is... Um, make sure that like Chogan and the folks who were on Troka can go relieve Haru and everybody else so they can go like rest up and get treatment. And I think also they want to grab AZ and go talk to the two infiltrators if AZ is willing to go. Yeah. Um, are, are we leaving Troka or we're going to go talk to the infiltrators together? I, yeah, they're I'm asking you to like come down to the temptation brig um, and talk to them with me. Great. Um, before we do that, I'm going to write uh, a quick note to Baruch just to let him know that uh, danger has arrived in Temptation. Um, give a quick description of Saren and um, send it with uh, a messenger who can deliver it to him. I'll be that messenger. I was going to go there anyway. Yay. Great. Looks like Vector and Sydney are going to Sydney's place, Sydney's lab. And uh, actually, Borug is staying with Gail right now, actually, because you put Gail in charge of protecting Borug. Um, so, but they'll meet you there for convenience sake and for plot. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, Vance and AZ, you're going down to the brig. So let's start with Vector and uh, Sydney uh, going into your lab where Barug is tidying up. You see that the broken glass has been cleaned up. Uh, Gale is seated in the corner, you know, with his sniper sort of hugging his rifle. And he sees you both come in and gives you a curt nod. Um, but Barug sees you, Sydney, and, uh, you know, eyes light up and comes, ru- like, sort of running over to you quickly and then looks at Vector and says, It is good to see you also. Yeah, uh, your sex friend is boinking another assassin, so do you want to help with that? And I hand the note over. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) he's going to read over the note and be like, I am not in charge of AZ Honey. AZ Honey may sleep with whoever they please. Yeah, no, we... uh, That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that there's another assassin in Temptation and that AZ said to help with that. Hence the note that says there's danger here. (laughs) You're not here to defend your words. (laughs) (laughs) You trusted Vector with a note. Uh, Borug is like, oh, how can I help? Is the assassin here for me? The assassin is here, not for anyone in particular, but is friends with Snow and Lily. So... Borug will blink at that and be like, is it surprising that assassins have friends? (laughs) Uh, You know, honestly, a little bit, but that's not important right now. What's important is I need to plant this ficus. And I'm imagining like Sydney like has his backpack still and the ficus is just like shoved into his backpack. So it's just like there's Sydney and then like there's like a banner behind him, except for the banner is a ficus. Anyway, I got to get this plant like jacked in. We might be able to finally translate what all these plants are telling me. And Borug will say, well, thank you for letting me know there's an assassin. It would make me feel better to stay here and protect Sydney. Oh, yeah, that's an excellent idea. And Gail in the corner is like, I'm here to protect Borg. I look oh. back and forth between all three of them, and I'm like, well, this did not go the way I wanted it to go. Great. Vector, in my mind, is like that chaotic gremlin. <laughs> like, in a surprisingly moral apocalypse. I love Vector so much. I do, too, because, like, Vector is what everyone should be in the apocalypse, I think, right? The three of us are just so soft. Everyone else is so wholesome, so Vector is so out of place. But also, Vector right now is very much like, hey, we don't want our new trade relation to get ruined. Also, the assassin who tried to kill you, one of their friends, is here in town. We think we can start... Like, I feel like this is a totally logical argument to be making, but everyone's like, you're being ridiculous. And Vector's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) And... Borg, Borg will ask Vector, it's like, do you know who their contract is? I think they're here on pleasure, not business. Then we have nothing to worry about. Pleasure is something we can all enjoy. Uh, wink, 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 I, wink. I think I start to argue, but that goes against my entire, like, business, like, strategy. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and then I just turn and walk out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do you want some food? I just throw a middle finger up over my shoulder and keep walking. Don't even turn back. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sydney, you go to uh, plug in 
your new ficus. Mm -hmm. And as you plug in the ficus, you, you know, uh, go ahead and roll plus weird, right? <laughs> yes, excellent. Yes, this is your thing. That is an 11. An 11. Yeah, you plug this into your computer and suddenly all those weird plant language words start coming out in English. This is so exciting. So now you are aware that your plant network is up. And you watch, and it's almost like playing those old school maze games. You can kind of go anywhere and surveil. It is a little creepy. This is groundbreaking and extremely exciting. Uh, Sydney is going to like dive deep into this and just like see how far the network is capable of going, seeing how many holds we have information onto on now as well. And then also do some digging into one. He also uh, needs to start writing his thesis Two, um, needs to investigate what's going on in the junk way, since that seems to have been causing a lot of strange things in his area. Uh, the biggest thing is Deep Root is just, like, information sent. Like, you don't get, like, detailed information, right? You get, like, how many people, like, depending on the level of plant life around. So the, uh, so Deep Root, uh, you get a lot of details about the people, like, information about the people. Like, to their, their, their height, their, like, eye color. Like, you get that sort of information based on them being seen by the plant life there from so many different angles. Uh, the Warren gives you a lot of info on the people there. It is a little astonishing how much information you're getting. It's a little creepy because there's so much plant life there. In some of the other places like Circuit City or the the Black Cathedral, there's not a lot of information coming in. At most, you get numbers, like the number of people there. And you find that your, your network extends out into the Elysian Fields a little bit to several of the raider settlements there. And the data that it's being provided is that the numbers have been increasing steadily. Like, you see that numbers over time, they are, like, leaps, like, sending out a couple people, but the numbers in general are increasing as if they are forming an army. Um, but that will be several hours of work um, and, like, trial and error as you program your way through this new piece of phytotech. We'll switch over to Vector as you're walking back to Troka. And uh, Vector, as you're walking, you sense sort of someone sort of sidle up next to you. Without turning... Uh, to see who it is, I like put my hand on my blade mm -hmm. and like try to glance out of my periphery. I want to like just kind of investigate that way. Yeah, and as you do that, you see Serena smiling at you as she keeps a pace. Uh, I turn and like give her like a big smile. I'm like, "How are you, Seren? Yes, I'm doing well, Vector. I was just curious though. Why are you trying to get a junkway soldier to kill me? I'm not trying to get anyone to... Okay, let me be honest. Your people tried to kill several people who are close to me and several people who are close to people close to me. And I understand that that's how your business works. I don't fault anyone for doing their business, but mm -hmm. this is a world about surviving and, you know, we're here to survive. So am I. And I don't have a contract on anyone here. I'm not even here on business. So is it right to preemptively strike someone down just because I might be a threat? I believe so, but I'm not going to attack you myself. 
We both know I would lose that fight. If you want to attack me right now in this crowded street, by all means, go ahead. She shakes her head and goes, I think you misunderstand me entirely. Someone with that kind of paranoia needs someone like me. So if I'm here on business, if I'm here on pleasure, maybe we can do a little business too. Do you want a contract with the cloaks? Who would I want a contract on? With, not on. We don't just kill, we gather information. We are hands that go where you cannot reach. I kind of blink a little bit and then I'm like, all right. What was the name of the uh, hard holder that we met up with last time? Uh, you mean Jacqueline Tan? Jacqueline, yeah. I'm, I'm going to look at her and be like, let's talk about getting some information on Jacqueline. Great. Then let's talk about my payment. Great. <laughs> and she smiles and she'll hold out her hand to you. Uh, I shake her hand. Great. She goes to business. I'll see you back at Joka. I've got some errands to run. And <laughs> she'll flounce off. I just kind of stop in the square and look around kind of dumbfounded. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> and then I keep walking to Troka, but I'll probably get distracted and stopped out some sex along the way. Oh, Because absolutely. that's my MO. Sure. Anyone you're interested in particular or just some rando? Just a random person. Just someone pretty in the square. Let's do a sex move. Let's see if it applies. <laughs> Uh, sweet. What is my sex move? Um, <laughs> oh, if, you hook, if you hook another character up with sex, with food, with something, something, whatever, it counts as having sex with them. Gotcha. Well, let's see. I'm just going to roll a dice and see which class of person you encounter. I'm just going to pick it random. What's a fun one? Angel. Angel? Oh, okay. Let's go with Angel. Angel's what a good one. What just happens with Angel? That is... You're a hit. Oh, it's all about Hicks. You have history with an NPC now. Yeah. Perfect. That's about it. Um, so yeah, you really get to know someone, but I don't think you care very much. I think I already have gotten to know them like four times. I think oh. this may be the same NPC that I've slept with literally every time I've gotten distracted. <laughs> I don't remember that. Tell me about this NPC who you keep getting to know. Uh, we established that they were like super androgynous, non-binary, absolutely gorgeous. And I'm sure they told me a lot about themselves and I'm not going to retain any of it, but they care deeply about me and I just don't remember. <laughs> I love it. So the nameless, the nameless, the no name, <laughs> the no name of temptation you have slept with again. Yep. Out of sheer coincidence. Like, they're probably like, oh, Vector's back. And you're like, hey, you, who <laughs> I've never met before, let's go. <laughs> they like are talking about like dates and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't do that. No, 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 that's, that's not going to happen. Vector. Okay. And as we fade to black on Vector and the nameless, the nameless NB NPC, uh, we will move over to Vance and Ella. As we're walking over, I'm going to just say, um, this is not my strong suit and I sense it might be yours. Um, I just want to see what information we can gather from these raiders who have infiltrated the hold and have been causing trouble in the past few days. You're right. That is my strong suit. <laughs> all right uh so vance when you get down there one of the two that are remaining is one of the people you met on day one the new residents cool i'm just going to kind of like enter the space and let az do their thing yeah there's trance you recognize him immediately and he, he looks pretty beat up but he's he's there 
Az, what would you like to do? Um, yeah, I'm gonna okay. uh, roll to grab a chair, turn it around, and sit in it backwards. <laughs> if you're gonna roll to do that, you're uh, gonna roll plus cool. That's, that's one of the coolest things you could do. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Um, right. I'm gonna say, um, so I understand that you've been a little withholding with your information, and I'm gonna tell you right now that you've got one more chance for that to be, uh, for this to be an easy decision for you. After this chance, it gets a lot harder. Do you wanna share what you know right now? Great, so go ahead. First roll plus cool for the chair thing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I just trip over the chair. <laughs> you might still get off the monologue, so like. <laughs> Great, uh, I got a 10. A 10, yeah, flawless. Flawless chair spin, <laughs> sit, like tens from all the judges. Um, and then we'll go ahead and roll to uh, it's this is like seizing by force, right? So roll plus hard. No, no, no. Uh, that's that's definitely a combat move. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Not is this, if it's going aggro. Yeah, go aggro. Yeah, so I get to roll plus cool. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I get a six, nine, twelve. Twelve, yeah. So they have to choose to suck it up or cave. So uh, I'm just gonna roll odds or evens on this one because I don't know. So they're gonna force your hand and suck it up. So you're gonna watch as this guy sort of like breathes in through his teeth and just sort of like hunkers down. Great. Uh. <laughs> is this like launching into combat right now? Not quite. It's more like he is just, you have threatened him and he is now accepting the consequence of not caving. So what are you going to do? Great. Okay. I've got a really cool move in my mind and I want to make sure that the physics are correct. Great. So what I want to do is I want to pick the chair up like by the back uh, and just give him in the like upside the chin uh, oh, smack yeah. with it. Go, go ahead and uh, yeah, roll to hit someone with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Is that plus hard? <laughs> Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, no, this is suckering someone, right? Go aggro, but they have no choice but to do and cave what you want. So great. Oh, great. So that's uh thirteen. Yeah. So you smack him with the chair. He goes falling backwards. There's some blood in his face, and like both impressed by the cool with which you perform that move, mm -hmm. and also the pain in his face from a chair. Mm -hmm. uh, he will uh cave and so what did you ask him <laughs> what's going uh, on yeah i i said give me all your information so he will tell you that his, the raider boss at one of the raider settlements in the elysian fields uh the raiders out there are not dying at a rapid pace but they're tired of suffering constant demon attack and like constantly having to fend outside the walls so they have been sending people in to destabilize, like to as refugees, to destabilize like whole governments, to cause so little chaos and make sure that attention is focused inwards while the raiders mass on front for a major assault on the junkway. They have not considered just adopting the demons. <laughs> Did you say that they are planning an assault on the junkway? 
They are planning a major campaign, yeah, to take over the Junkway by force. Great. So this is what it's all about. Um, I'm going to uh, stand over him with the chair and just really gently put some pressure uh, on his abdomen with one of the chair legs and say, anything else? And he goes, no, that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, any names on who you're working for? Who you're working with? Anyone we don't have down here yet? Uh, he calls himself Harper, and he keeps taking out contracts with the cloaks. But I think after this last set, I don't know, I heard, I got a message from uh, someone named Lily, someone named Lily and someone named Snow, that they don't want to contract with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Bye. Uh, great. So I'm going to put the chair aside. Uh, and I, I've been assuming that he's like sitting in a chair himself or like tied. The chair hit knocked him backwards. So you're kind of placing it. He's on his back on the floor. Great. So I'm going to like get up under his arms and sit him down in the chair and give him a little kiss on the temple and a hair ruffle. And uh, the, the guard looks over at you, Vance, and goes, what should we do with him? Send him back out to the fields. You got it. And uh, so they'll, Chogan will take a team to lead them out to the fields unarmed and let them loose. Mm-hmm. So it looks like this is a pretty fancy operation. We've got ourselves tied up in. Sure does. Um, given your history with them, do you want me to warn the junkway of what's happening or leave it alone? They should hear about it. I'd be surprised if they don't already know. I'm sure that uh, someone's told them about the hits on the former members, but it'd be better if they got a letter from you than from me. Sure. It doesn't make sense to me why they would take out hits on people who have left. Just for information, uh, we know their weaknesses. We know their patrols, at least what they were when we left. I guess. It just doesn't, I don't know why they would kill, well, I don't know why anyone would kill anyone, if I'm being honest. Hmm? You have a prisoner you can interrogate. I guess I could. I don't. He's pretty softened up if you want to ask him, Vance. Yeah, I'll turn, ba- I'll turn back around. Um, a question. Um, why take out hits on people who aren't currently in the junk way? Why, why kill the people who might have information that's useful to you? And he look around and goes, well, this is the first you heard about the raider attacks, right? No. No? Oh, well, the people leaving the junkway typically have that intel. And, you know, obviously we don't want to keep, we want to keep that as contained as we can. That was Harper's way of trying to tie up loose ends, I guess. Okay, I don't say anything. I just turn back around. I'm satisfied with that answer. Well, then, it seems like... It seems like they haven't. We've we've found everyone who was in temptation, at least. Um, and I don't know that I care to make the other holds well-being my business. I'll send a letter to General Yang. Good thinking. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, anytime. Is there anything else y'all would like to do? Um, I think I'm interested in getting back or finding Seren whether she's on Troka or has been exploring Temptation. You will, you will find Seren back at Troka after some time. It was, it was hard to pin her down, 
But mm-hmm. she goes to Troka and she goes, hey, co-worker. Co-worker? Yeah. I thought you were here on pleasure. I'm Pickle. Okay. Who's oh. hired you? I just called you co-worker, didn't I? Vector. What does he want? We'll find out. <laughs> okay. Well, want to find out what I want? I do. Great. So I think we're going to go have sex now. Great. Taste will fade to black. <laughs> um, uh, as, as we're laying in um, post-whatever-we've-done bliss, um, I, I turn to her and I say, listen, I lied when I said I was a mercenary. I grew up uh, on the wall. I know there's a hit out. If you try to kill me, I promise you I will kill you first. No and hard feelings. Seren just smiles and goes, no hard feelings. Great. And yeah, so then, <laughs> ta-da, Vector, anything else you would like to do? Vance, Sydney? I think as soon as I saw AZ Honey come in, I started to go towards them, and then uh, Saran got there first, and I was like, fuck, they're gonna kill me. Oh my God, they're gonna kill me. They're gonna be so pissed. <laughs> And I'm like, I look around, see that everyone else is having a good time. And I just go and grab some random and I'm like, some like random like worker. And I'm like, I need all the alcohol. So I'm going to go get a drink at uh, the Butterfly. Bumblebee Bumblebee canister. Bumblebee canister. I'm like, I'm going to go to the Bumblebee canister. Uh, Just tell Polixena that she's in charge. Great. They'll nod and Polixena will round the corner and go, you got it, boss. You got it, Zaddy. And I think I throw finger guns as I walk away, and I am very stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sydney, I think you work hours into the night with Borug sort of tending to you, making sure you eat and the like. And Borug keeps telling you that some random keeps dropping off food for you, calling themselves your intern. Um, but otherwise has not made their presence known. And so Borg will just be like sort of taking care of you and tidying up your lab while you work on your phytotech. We'll say that uh, once Sydney's got like everything up and I guess he's working like pretty late into the night, but once he has like the network online, he very much wants to get the new, the word out to Vance, Vector and AZ Honey, everyone else who was involved on the trip uh, on Troka as well. Uh, but those are like the three main players, obviously. Uh, and he's going to be so excited. He's like, Borug, I could just I, I could kiss you. And Borug goes, please do. Oh. Uh, uh, I haven't really uh, done this kind of thing. And he goes, it's okay. You can take your time. And we'll continue cleaning. Okay. Uh, for, um, and then, like, Sydney will just, like, Kiss Borug. Yay. And more tasteful fate to black. Indeed. And sometime after all that, y'all, I know, I wish this were like video recorded so everyone could see everyone's faces. Um, but yeah, so you you get your tasteful fade to black with Borug. What's your sex move? Uh, Sydney's is the savvy head special. Uh, if you and another character have sex, they automatically speak to you as though they were a thing, which is a really weird way to phrase something. 
and you, <laughs> and you'd rolled a ten plus um, on like a thing speak, whether you have the move or not. The other player and the main or the MC will answer your questions between them. Sure. I mean, what would you like to know about Borug if you were using the thing speak? All right. Uh, who made this is a really weird question that I'm definitely not asking. Um, <laughs> let's go with. Um, what strong emotions have been most recently near this? I think most recently near this, strong emotions have been a sense of like comfort and stability. Okay. Something that Borug probably has not felt in a very long time. What has been done most recently with this or to this is pretty obvious, but I don't think the, the other questions are better. So we'll go with uh, for last question. What's wrong with this and how might I fix it? That's so weirdly sweet. Um, oh. Borug is very traumatized from his time on the junkway, and I think just providing a loving and gentle home for him to sort of heal away from the place that hurt him will be um, very beneficial to him. Oh. Sydney's just like, this is nice. I guess I could... I could get used to having another person around. Borg sort of nods with quiet assent and his shark teeth. <laughs> um, so yeah, we will fade to black on you learning about Borg. Vance, you get a report from Tia that Gail's husband, Ghana, is recovering, that his 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 illness was definitively not contagious, thankfully. Um, so it is it will spread nowhere in temptation but Ghana himself is super helpful and you learn as an accomplished chef and is willing to cook for you whenever Gail will offer to join your gang in exchange for taking I, care of his family I accept he does not want a code name though he's very fond of his name Gail cool great uh, but he'll begin training with your gang shortly and you now have a dedicated sniper Vector, you drink all your stress away knowing that you have hired, you have contracted one of the cloaks. You now have several clandestine affairs to get into. Uh, what are you doing? What does the rest of your night look like? I think as soon as I'm done drinking, uh, I check to make sure all the, that all my staff is on Troka. But I think I go to Polixena and I'm like, uh, hey, we're leaving. We're not going to say goodbye this time. So our tops and we're gone. Got it, boss. And uh Great. Yeah, so uh, AZ, Saran, you are already on Troka. Um, so yeah, within an hour, Troka is coupled off and rolled out. So if Vance or Sydney come back, it is not attached. Oh my god. Well, no, Vance is used to this, but also I, I Percy, am heartbroken. <laughs> uh, I did leave a note with uh, Old Sally at... Great. Uh, <laughs> at uh yeah i I keep going to butterfly uh bumblebee canister um basically saying like bb be back later i may even say pbl um (laughs) uh vance takes like 10 years to decipher (laughs) (laughs) see you later bb (laughs) um and i think it's just like bbl dash v I mean, I think that is very traditional. I think, yeah. I think Vance knows that Vector just pieces out with Troka whenever the hell Z feels like. Oh, sure. Um, as is tradition. And so, Vector, anything you want to do while Troka is rolling out as you're watching Temptation fade into the metric holes? Uh, I think I'm watching from the back of Troka this time. So, like, I'm watching as it, like, kind of fades. And we get a moment where I almost tell Polixena to stop the car. And then I sigh and I like turn around and go back into Troka. 
And I'm like, all right, let's see someone kill each other. And so as we are rolling into the final cinematics for everyone, uh, it's, and this is for the podcast, it's like, I personally for tabletop games don't believe in hard endings. I always want there to be more on the horizon because this lives on in our hearts and in our imaginations and anyone who listens, you know, so there's the portent, like, I don't mind that we have not resolved every portent because that way it stays alive. Um, and so, you know, there are raiders out there, we know. And it's, I think it's fitting for the apocalypse world that there's always another problem. And so I don't, I have chosen to end around this because you have accomplished most of your goals individually. We have gotten to really meet these characters across the past eight hours, <laughs> nine hours, sorry. And um, so like, I'm just pleased as punch and I just want to roll into the cinematics and see what everyone's doing. Like, what are they doing right before the credits roll? So Vance, what are you doing? I think there's a, if we're going to lean into like the cinematic nature of it, Vance goes to their like big, like run in the whole desk with like a wheelie chair and like sits down in it very world weary and kind of spins around and is like, ah, and doesn't say anything, but it's just sort of that like shot of like kind of world weary, but excited for the future. Yeah. And your little clip show will present like trade opening up with deep root uh you sitting at a council table with all the other hold the heads of holds uh sort of discussing fade away matters and the like uh i think there's a brief moment where you take the all of them to troka and so for one glorious night i think all the heads of all the holds are partying together in troka while people beat each other to death in the background um very very fun it's like the new karaoke <laughs> Uh, Sydney, you find yourself with a new roommate and a new slew of phytotechnology. With just the addition of the ficus and its translating cells, you have opened up a whole new world of what you can do with the phytotech. So what does your closing cinematic look like? I think Sydney's closing cinematic is like looking through the window, seeing like that Troka has gone and being like a little crestfallen that the people he traveled with has, uh, have, have uh, departed again. Uh, kind of a bittersweet kind of thing. Uh, but then he goes back to his, his tech and his computer and he's like, hmm. And he tries something new and he sends a message in Morse code through Leggy. Uh, it's just going to be like, hi, Sid, uh, hi, it's Sydney. Safe travels. See you again soon. Um, you feel your leg kind of pulsing a little bit, <laughs> AZ. You're like, what is Leggy doing? And there's a brief moment where you hear that tinnitus ringing in your ear from the psychic maelstrom and the words kind of appear in your brain because Leggy is translating it for you. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Did I even know that we were leaving? No one told me. (laughs) No. Nope, Vector didn't tell anybody. (laughs) Great. Um, I... I concentrate really hard and just think the strongest that I can, you two, like the letter U, the number two. I think uh, because this is unforeseen yet technology, Sydney, you get a message that says B3. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Leggy. (laughs) Always joking, that one. (laughs) 
and he'll like cuddle up to Borug or whatever and say like, well, I could get used to this. Oh. And AZ, oh. what's your your closing cinematic? Um, I am um doing my breathing meditation before my ten candles. Um. This time, Seren is in the room. I don't normally, uh, this is usually a moment alone. And I'm doing my best to focus on the breathing and not the other person. And then I sit down next to her on the bed and uh, she helps me take off old leggy for the night. Yeah. And then you cook an egg. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percy Hornack, and Nick Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Irremediably Home, our Apocalypse World campaign, features John John Johnson as the writer and master of ceremonies, Percy Hornack as Vance Holiday, T.P. Huth as Vector, Ella Mock as AZ Honey, and Dex Fan as Sydney Thorpe. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at DNDramaNerds and on Facebook at Dungeons and Drama Nerds. For cast bios, head to our website, DungeonsAndDramaNerds.com. Tune in next week for a new commentary episode. Thank you.